morning crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from a top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the Italian stallion, Mr. Johnny Crypto. And today we have a very special guest joining the show. You may recognize her as an actress, an educator, but most importantly, a star dog. Darcy Donovan is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm very excited for today's show. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing the BlackRock saga that happened yesterday as there was a Delaware ETF filing showing that BlackRock was ready to launch an XRP product in the United States. As we dispel the rumors around this latest news showing that the XRP chart went from $0.64 cents to $0.75 cents and back to $0.65 cents within a two-hour time period, we're going to be breaking that down as well. We've also got Disney partnering with Dapper Labs to launch a new NFT project. Could we see some of the largest players in the game jumping back into the NFT space? We're going to break that down throughout the episode. And with the largest financial firms on the planet in the process of turning digital, we break down the details, showing our community how this next bull run is shaping up to be the greatest opportunity of our era. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcasts, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3 c Warrior Academy channel. So Johnny Crypto, as you can see, we brought the special guests. We brought the powerful news as well. So this is going to be a great episode today. How you feeling, my friend? Thanks for being here. Abs, I'm feeling great. Let me start like I always do. Good morning to all the Warrior Maniacs out there. We love and appreciate you for showing up every single day. But today is a very, very special day, Abs. You know how much I love my Italian nationality, but to be able to have my Italian national sister, Paisana, on the show with us today, boy, I'm super excited. I can't wait to hop into it with her. Thank you so much. We got Darcy joining us. First of all, Darcy, thank you so much for making time for us. How are you feeling this morning and what's on your mind? Ah, well, I mean, you know, got got my coffee, so I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm excited to, you know, talk. And, and as always, I, I love you guys. You know, Johnny's my... <laughs> my uh my true blue and mm -hmm. abs you're amazing so it's like i gotta tell you i'm excited about what's happening uh about the market i'm i'm this is gonna be a great show it really is <laughs> a lot of people darcy they're staring at your background and yes that is not a green screen background guys <laughs> i can't say the same about myself no, nobody's great hey <laughs> you guys, long, listen let me tell you something as long as you um uh, as long as you sit there and you have one ring that looks great, that's usually what like all the podcasters do. All my friends, I mean, Michael. Um, for those of you who are big into like uh, Superman and all that, Michael Rosenblum, you know, he's a, a friend of mine. And if you saw like his house too, like what he's done with his room, it's insane. Darcy, like, get ready. Twenty twenty five, I will have one room in my house with that setup that you have right behind you. So. Nice. <laughs> That's, that's what it, hey you just tell people say look this is what you manifested <laughs> yes. absolutely guys and with that being said we're going to get this thing started the same way we always do just All by right. checking out the good morning crypto twitter account that is at 3tgm crypto on twitter go smash that follow button for updates all throughout the day. When we check out some of our daily movers this morning, my goodness, Johnny, it is red across the board. We've got Matic up about 2%, but the rest of the market, it is down about 5%. When we check out our Merlin market update this morning, we are sitting at 1.4 trillion in total market cap. 
Bitcoin is 51% dominance. Ethereum is about 18%. And look at this, guys. We're getting a friendly reminder. Tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be hosting our Merlin Spaces. So be sure to join us 8.30 p.m. Eastern tonight. Bitcoin is sitting at 36300 Ethereum, 2035. XRP is sitting at $0.66. Cents, and Solana sitting at 55 So, Johnny, a lot of people are tuning in because of the news that we got yesterday. I don't know if I want to start there. I'm going to start with something a little bit different this morning because this was shocking. And I'm interested to hear you and Darcy's opinion on this matter. So yesterday we got the news that BlackRock was going to be launching a product in the United States. And obviously XRP's chart responded accordingly, going from about 65 cents to 72 cents within an hour. Quickly when the news was dispelled, and we're going to be breaking this down during the episode today, the price went immediately back to where it was. That's not what caught my attention. This is what I found shocking, Johnny. I'm scrolling through CoinMarketCap and I look at Stellar. Look at the price chart. It did the exact same thing. Not similar, not close to the exact same movement. So I'm going to start with you and kick it to Darcy. What is going on here and how long are we going to have to bear witness to this without asking questions? Well, first off, man, you're just going to keep the, the crowd waiting in suspense for, for the news on that black rock. But, you know, the reality <laughs> adds is we've seen from the last bull run that these two uh, coins almost trade like they're connected. Now I'm not saying the absolute values are the same, but they literally have the same behavior and movement. If one goes up, the other goes up almost like they're tied together by a string. They're just connected. So there is something happening in the background there. And what that really tells you why you might want to get a little excited is if you're both an XRP and an XLM holder, boy, when XRP starts to go up, you already know you're going to be in for a two-for-oneer because you're going to not only get XRP pumping, but you're going to see XLM pumping as well. Johnny, you sound like the guy in my comment section. Yesterday, somebody commented on this tweet. If I can find it, they said, shut up and hodl till 2025. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Man, you know, that's brutal, though. It's oh a fair criticism, God. but I think we can start to ask these questions, right? <laughs> Manipulation works in two directions, Darcy. They can manipulate things up and they can manipulate things down. They only complain when things go down, but I want to hear your speculation. What do you think is going on here? Why do these two move at the exact same pace? Well, you know, one thing I'm thinking of is, you know, you kind of, I kind of agree about capitalizing on both, you know, I mean, again, I'm not a financial advisor, so I just want to let everybody know that. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, when you're looking at the market, it's like what, what Johnny said, what exactly, how, how is that possible? What is doing it? You have to kind of look at how it's happening at the same time. And what is the trigger of that? Does that make sense? Yep, it's yep. and it's to me, it's just one of those things where you really start to look at uh, what's going on behind the scenes. So, um, you know, it, it's it's definitely these big companies, you know, they're they're wanting to see what happens. Yes, that's that's what's like going test. on. Like a test, right? Darcy? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. there was a really good question down here where they said, I think it just goes to show how connected these markets are. They can manipulate these prices however they would like. Exactly. I don't agree. Uh, yeah. So you tell me your thoughts, Johnny and Darcy, and we'll continue. So, you know, Abs, the reality is you have to understand this. If anybody thinks that going into these markets, that they're not manipulated and rigged, you just don't know how the markets work. Everything is rigged. The big boys are now in this game. They control everything. And the reality is the way my mentality, the way I play this game is I never set out there to say, oh, I'm going to try to outsmart the big boys. No, 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 you can't. It's their game. It's rigged. 
what you say is you like you got to be a boater or a surfer. You got to say, hey, there's a big wave coming in. I'm just going to get my boat in the water because when that high tide comes in that the big boys are going to bring, it's going to lift my boat up too. That's really the reality of how you play this game, Abs, is you don't sit there and try to time nothing. You just got to get in early, and then you just huddle. You just sit and you wait. And Abs, nothing makes me more excited than this comment right here. This is freaking awesome. This is why we put Merlin out there was to help others to be able to not get, you know, re you know wrecked in the market that's coming. And I just want to say, Poncho, thanks for sharing that. It is so cool to see that you were able to take advantage of that pump because of your Merlin account. And guys, if you haven't gone over to Darcy, Darcy's a Merlin partner. If you haven't gone to her, exactly. page, go, on over to May. <laughs> go over there and sign up for Merlin through Darcy. We'd love you to be part of it because guys, that's why we, we created it. So you could take advantage of those moments. And I'm happy to see Merlin is doing that. Ab. Sorry for the cheap plug. It no, was just, it was no. Really cool. I mean, it, you know, it's good to keep people informed and they need to know. Exactly, Darcy. So I don't feel bad. <laughs> so we got 327 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. A special thank you to Darcy for joining us this morning. We broke down the correlation between the XRP price chart and the XLM price chart and how the, the, the movements are shocking. We can't even find an answer, guys. I'm sure we can address the market manipulation, but I want to have a specific answer at some point. I'll get back to you in 2025. This is the BlackRock. <laughs> this is the BlackRock news that everyone was breaking down yesterday, Johnny. And I broke it down in a specific way, and I'll outline everything I say here. Exciting times for BlackRock and XRP. The iShares XRP trust filing has been live on the ICIS Delaware after six plus hours. Now we're over eighteen hours away. So this is development. I put this out last night. In order to apply, you need two notarized witnesses, a grantor signature, and a registered agent's verifying identity. Do you believe that BlackRock filed an XRP ETF application? If this news was fake, why would this still be active? I would. I did a little bit of research and I got another update for you guys because Jeremy Hogan commented on the matter and he found something interesting. I'm going to show you right after this thread. Frederick Rispoli put out his thoughts on the iShares trust story. And this is very complicated. So bear with me here, guys. It is indeed on the Delaware Corporate Commission website, which means the filing is absolutely real. I searched this all time to look up the right entity and sue this in my legal cases. Could someone file a fake entity? I'm not only familiar with these in California and Arizona, so I could easily see someone filing a fake entity in those corporate regions. Maybe it's hard to do in Delaware. The XRP trust filing, which happened on 11-13-2023, matches the Ethereum trust filing, which happened exactly four days earlier, obviously, except for the name on the trust. The Bitcoin trust has a different registered agent than the listed XRP and Ethereum application trusts. Searching the SEC's Edgar site, the iShares Bitcoin exists, but Ethereum and XRP trusts do not. However, the Bitcoin Delaware filing preceded the registration at the SEC by at least seven days when it came to the Bitcoin filing. I'd like to pause it there for some comments and, and, and really break this down. What he's saying is this. There is a real application. We don't know if it's BlackRock. What we do know is that Ethereum and XRP's applications are identical on the Delaware website. And everybody reacted to the Ethereum news just three days ago as a reality. But here, they're claiming it's fake. So, Johnny, with that being said, I'd like to get your opinion. We'll go to Darcy. Well, so here's the good news. What did I say? Seven days? In seven days, the other ones followed through. So the good news is in about four more days, we're going to know. We don't have to speculate for much longer. You're going to find out the real deal. But, you know, when I saw this, the first thing that went through my mind was, you know, where, where you're going through and you're trying to say, is it real or is it not real? I remember the story, two stories. One, 
where Yusko talked about when they want to FUD something or they want to buy something or they want to do something, they do things. And and then Jim Cramer talking about when he wants to, you know, either pump something up or kill something, they do things. They do these kinds of things. So is yeah. this just somebody messing around and trying to create a, you know, some exciting news because they were doing a quick pump and dump? Because I think like $70 million was made in that pump and dump. Seven. I mean, or $7 million, right? So was somebody messing around because they figured out how to game the system to make $7 million, There you go. To make $7 million, to steal $7 million from traders' hands? Or is this really, truly the real deal? We're going to find out in four more days. So I don't have the answer, Abs. I'm just sitting just as everybody else wondering. But the good news is in a few more days, we're going to know the truth. Well, Darcy, John, Johnny just broke this down a little bit. So I'm going to go into a little bit more detail. XRP traders lost 7.26 million. And sorry, I saw you have a comment. So yeah, floor is yours. Well, I mean, I think they are wanted to see which one works, um, but they're not, but not sure. You know, um, that's my opinion on it. <laughs> and so, What do you mean by that? Do you mean BlackRock is trying to figure out which filing works? Yes. Ah, yeah. yes. Very that's, that's what I'm thinking. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah, I mean, they could certainly could be trying it out and testing to see, right? And then, and if it's real, we're gonna know in a few days. And if it's not, then it was somebody kind of hunky dooring around using BlackRock's name. And I don't know how you could do that legally. That just doesn't seem like. Listen, it, there are things that I can't say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I will just say that there are people in that. Ugh. There are things that I know that I'm not allowed to say, but I'm just saying that there's things that it are doesn't surprise right. you that yes. it doesn't surprise you. Right. Yes. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm really, it, it's just, it's, it's hard when, you know, you've got these big corporations and these big companies, there's mm -hmm. a lot of nefarious things that happen. Yeah. And you know, money talks and, and bullshit walks. And, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of things that can go on behind the scenes that will affect things. So that's, yeah. that's all I'm going to say for now. And with that being said, guys, if BlackRock didn't make this filing, why haven't they come out publicly and said something? There's been connections Bingo. online only to Ethereum and Bitcoin maximalists. And this is what I despise about Twitter right now. I <laughs> thought this was real. Then I thought it was fake. Then it turns out the fake news source was fake. So I thought it was real. And it's this game of where can I get an actual source and where can I find real information? Well, Go ahead. Oh, well, abs, that's the other thing, like, especially with all the AI that's happening right now, you mm. know, because, you know, I'm deep in film and television. And so with the SAG stuff and then, you know, the negotiations and everything, I mean, you've got to think of, I mean, the AI technology, things that are happening right now. It's very, it is very hard to find out what's the truth or not. And especially too, you got to think of uh, somebody right now can take both of your images, make money off it, or say, you said something and sound just like you. I know, you know, and Crazy. it's, it's, it's really when you want to sit there and, you know, the deep fake, <laughs> yeah. it's happening everywhere. So, you know, and to say that it's, it's not like to try to find the truth of what's going on. It's, it's, I mean, with Twitter and stuff, do you understand what I'm saying? It's hard to, it's so it's harder, feels like it's harder and harder to get to the truth anymore. Darcy. It really is. And I mean, it's kind of, I, I have to say it is a little scary now. I mean, listen, Tech is great. I love it. I do love, you know, where things are going in certain ways. But at the same time, though, you know, it's it's good and it's bad. 
And I mean, I listen, I was saw I saw a commercial the other day and they were talking about Shark Tank and they had one of the people on there look just like Lori, Lori Grenier or whatever her name is. I, I, I was like, oh, my God. And then I could tell I was like, oh, my God, that's not her. It's it's AI. They used it uh, uh, to try to sell a commercial. You know, and Tom Hanks, you know, he's been going around telling everybody, hey. You know, people are using my image to sell stuff. It's not me. It's not me. But then it's like, it's like one of those movies where it's like, it's not me, but it's me. Hey, and you have to pick which one, you know, like in the, and you got to try to shoot who you think it is. It's kind of the same way with Twitter, you know, when you're with what Abs was talking about. And I think that's why it comes down to how strong is your community and how credible are your sources. And luckily, we've been doing this show for about two years. We've built one of the strongest communities in crypto, Darcy. And here's a little evidence of it right here. One of our good friends, Frederick Spoli, did, did some investigative journalism, as we like to say. And here's a little bit of truth for you, Johnny. No trademarks have been filed on iShares for Bitcoin, Ethereum, or XRP Trust. A lot of iShare products don't have trademarks, although some do. I saw a Bloomberg article where the quote-unquote spokesperson for BlackRock denied the filing, but it was behind a PayPal wall. And I couldn't read beyond that in the first paragraph, which had no source reporting who the spokesperson was. We're going to elaborate on this a little bit more right now, Johnny, as look at this, the mainstream narrative that's happening around this filing is that it's fake, but no BlackRock employees have come out and dispelled the rumors. We've only had a Bloomberg source say he spoke independently to BlackRock. I don't know how credible it is. I'm going to pull up the original source, but you tell me what's on your mind. What do you believe? Well, here's the first thing that goes through my mind. When you think about when there was an announcement about a week ago, Abs, or two weeks ago, remember when the rumor came out that the, the BlackRock ETF was approved? Do you remember when that came out and literally the whole world, like Bitcoin, started pumping? Everybody yeah. thought it was. I think BlackRock took about eight seconds to come out and decline that. Or they came out and right away they said, nope, it's not true. It was the same day within minutes or within an hour. Now we're going on what? Almost 24 hours? And we haven't heard anything official on any credible news source with them declining it. That's a freaking hint for you right there. And secondly, it's not that inconceivable that they would then file for an XRP ETF next. Think about it. They're the fourth biggest blockchain. And Grayscale had an XRP fund until the SEC came along and decided to screw them and sue them. It was out there. So I don't know why everybody's shocked or excited. We've been saying on this show that you're going to get the Ethereum one. You're probably going to get an XRP one. And we're probably going to get a basket one next. A basket, a crypto basket ETF, the way you have energy ETFs in uh, utility ETFs. I'm sure we're going to get a crypto, maybe a smart contract ETF, maybe the payment system ETF. I think that's just next. You're just going to see a plethora of if I don't even know that I said that right, but you're gonna see a bunch of these ETFs. Yeah, Plotra, thank you, Darcy. <laughs> uh, you're gonna see a bunch of these, I think, coming out at the end of the day. Um, once we get the first one. Well, I just to comment on you know, piggyback on what you said, um, these big these big companies, uh, I definitely want to control the narrative. Mm. So, you know, that's that's you know, that's the one thing that I think. And Darcy, this is what we're looking at here. Somebody asked us, can you pull up the original website source? That's what I'm playing a video of. So last night, somebody responded to my tweet with a video. I screen recorded the video and published it on Twitter. You can go on to the Delaware corporate website and you can see the iShares XRP trust is sitting on the website. Remember, the filing is absolutely real. Nobody's claiming that the filing is fake. They're, they're claiming that the source of the filing is fake. And yet 
BlackRock hasn't come out and claimed that it is. So this is what's so interesting. Johnny, floor's yours. Yeah. The, like like Yusko says, the question is more important than the answer. Why hasn't BlackRock, who came out and declined the news, I mean, not declined the news, uh, denied the news of a BTC ETF coming out within minutes, hasn't come out 24 hours later and said this isn't real. That alone has got me believing that that it is, you know, that there's probably some truth behind. Like Darcy said, you know, these, these and Darcy, you talked about controlling the narrative, right? These, yeah, this is the mainstream narrative right now. It's Bitcoin and Ethereum, everything else we don't know. XRP is the only token in the United States with legal clarity. And this man, Sean Tuffy, they published in this article. This is a very popular news source. He said, I could be proved wrong, but I find it rather unlikely BlackRock is gonna file for an ETF. For a coin that's in active securities litigation. That means that he's claiming because of the SEC lawsuit, he doesn't think BlackRock wants to make money. I completely disagree, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, start with you and then go to Darcy. I mean, first of all, th th this makes no sense. If you think about it, they've already kind of the case has been ruled in over. And, and we know we have clarity around XRP that is not security in programmatic sales. And so for that perspective, that piece of it's kind of done and over. Now, I get that if we had this guy right here in the room right now, he specifically chose the word active because he would argue that the case isn't officially over yet. Great and that there's no way BlackRock would do it until it's officially over. But I think most people know now that the appeal has been declined, that the case is pretty much you know done and over. And now it's just a matter of time before we get there. But, you know, is it an argument? Yeah, you could argue that maybe BlackRock wouldn't do it, but I'm kind of more on the side of Darcy where they want to, you know, they're controlling the the, the, the narrative. The narrative yeah. They're manipulating it. It would not surprise me. And the fact that they didn't come out and deny it, man, that's a big red flag. That that doesn't tell you. I don't know what more you need to know. What do you think? Um, I Well, I think they are getting uh, prepped and, you know, they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think they have access to info before public, the public. So, you know, Johnny, let's actually take the opposite end of this argument now. Cause think about this, uh, Jeremy Hogan, another friend of our show said, you can spoof the information of an XRP ETF trust. It's a fraud, but it's actually very easy to do and costs only $500. You only need, you only need to file two documents, pay the money and you get a placeholder on the state website. That's, that's, I'll tell you another good night, said Jeremy Hogan. And this was the most important part, guys. Let me go through this. I'm going to kick it right to you, Johnny. He said, conjecture. Criminal saw what happened with Ethereum trust filing after the price went way up. Everybody remembers that just a few days ago. Files the XRP trust filing, buys 100,000 XRP on leverage, sells at 74 cents, pockets two to $3 million, or BlackRock has clients who want exposure to XRP and have begun the process. Tomorrow will tell. Well, today is tomorrow, Darcy. What do you think about all this news? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. It's, like well, it's like you said, these guys, first of all, they control the narrative. And second exactly. of all, they're here to make money. And that's what he's breaking down. Exactly. And I mean, it's pretty much in black and white, as they say. Uh, so, I mean... Listen, if, again, controlling the narrative, that's what the that's what these companies are going to are, are doing. So, you know, we're we just need to sit and, and wait and see what happens. That's where I'm at with everything, um, because even though it's tomorrow, I mean, it's going to be different tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, 
That's how I feel about everything. It might be different by the end of the hour, Darcy, with how quickly this market moves. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, only time's going to tell. There's a lot of, there is a lot of things going on, especially with, you know, with even with the SEC and everything going on. But they've been prepping for the last, like, they've been, they've been prepping for now, what, last year? I mean, so. Almost a year and a half. Yeah. Exactly. So. BlackRock's been buying. BlackRock's been buying. You know, it's funny, Darcy. BlackRock's been buying Bitcoin since 2021. That's how long they've been buying it. And, and, you know, so yeah, it's, it's no surprise here. And abs, you know, when people, when criminals figure out ways to be able to make money, you you know, some, somebody can make six, seven, two, three, four million dollars on, on a simple spoof like this, you know, they're going to do it. You're going to see that stuff happening. The question is who's behind it. And, you know, again, time will tell, like he says, at the end of the day, (laughs) black rock or whatever. I mean, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me, but we'll have to wait and see how this whole thing plays out. Yeah. It's well, you true. talked about people making money, Johnny. Let's break a little bit of that down as well, because what would be the incentive for somebody to fake a filing like this? XRP traders lost $7.2 million amid the BlackRock rumors, as XRP traders have lost $7.2 million due to a price fall following the false rumors about a BlackRock ETF, with most bets made on Binance and Bybit. Investors lost totaling $7.2 million, and it ranked fourth after Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Solana. Let me just read this one stat and kick it to you. Over 75% of the liquidations were from traders hoping for higher prices after the news. So what did they do? They gave people fake news. They let them leverage themselves up. Big guys come in, short the market, and make some money. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah, that's exactly. You just summed it up in a a nutshell how the game works. And this is why if, if you play with leverage money, you're a fool because if you you're playing with money that isn't yours, it's how it's it's not house money, it's fake money, it's borrowed money that you're gonna get. The big boys have all the you know who is it? We had um Linda P. Jones on, right? She worked in the in the industry. Remember, she said when I asked her, how do these guys know when the top is? They've got level two access. They've got tools and things that we don't have access to. You're playing a dangerous game if you're gonna try to leverage your money in this space you're going to end up losing it. They're going to wipe you out because they can see what you can't see. It's just not a smart game to play. I, that's why, like Darcy said earlier, or, or you know, you're, you're, you know, a couple of chat people said, hodl. You got to kind of just hold and wait. Know what you're Long-term buying. investments, exactly. Long-term investments, a safe bet, because we don't have the yeah. same access to the tools and, and the back, you know, information that the other guys do that you're going to – it's like playing poker. And the other guy could see your cards. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. that's a perfect analogy. I love that. Yeah, yeah right. Now you can't, you can't win, Ab. So, do I want to play that kind of game? No, it's pointless. I'm a fool. I'm losing my yeah. here, here. Just here, take the money. That's what you're better off doing. Here, just take the money. I'm not gonna play. Just take the freaking money and go. <laughs> You uh, sit on your stack. You sit on your stack. <laughs> Johnny, we got 457 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. What I broke down earlier was how the exact same filing for Ethereum was taken seriously by all the mainstream media networks. Remember, they are the exact same filing we've seen from XRP is what we saw from the Ethereum ETF just last week. Everybody reacted as if it was real. Here's an example of that right here. We have Bitcoin up here, Ethereum up here, and then it's every other digital asset. I think we think it's going to be a long time before we 20, see 20,000 tokens. Yeah, there's a lot of other stuff out there, but Bitcoin and Ethereum are kind of off on their own side of things here. Again, we don't even have spot Bitcoin uh, out the door yet. And it's just amazing to see, you know, the next step already being planned for. Can we talk about spot Bitcoin, though? 
when are, what is the current timeline? I know that you and some others have been tweeting about Windows. Apparently, we're in one of them in terms of when we could see the 19B4s approved. What's going on? Yeah, so there's a four. You've got to walk us through that kind of jargon first. <laughs> yeah, 19B4 is basically it's a you file for a rule change proposal to, and in this case, the rule change proposal is to list Bitcoin Bitcoin ETFs, spot Bitcoin ETFs. Uh, and so there's all these deadlines and clocks, but all you really need to know is right now there's a window. There's 12 different spot Bitcoin ETF applications right now out there. There's a window right now where there's no common periods. There's nothing that he has to do in all of them. So theoretically, if they really wanted, they could approve all of them at once. We also don't like we're not as tied up on that window. Yes, that's possible. But also, like I said, there's 12 filings, nine of them. It doesn't matter. Anytime from now to January 10th, they can be approved and theoretically list at some. The reason that I played that clip, Johnny, is because look at the narrative. Imagine you don't study crypto and you just turn on Bloomberg. I would sit here and take this man at his word. It's Bitcoin, Ethereum and everything else. So a floor is yours. I'm going to kick it to you and Darcy. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Darcy. Well, um, I, I think I think we will see uh, the ETFs getting approved soon, uh, especially with ETF in, in Hong Kong. Yeah, I think ETF mania is here. I think there's no stopping at this point. And, you know, I, saw, I saw a few people put or someone said in the chat ETFs are bad. You know, whether you want to argue they're good or bad, I will say this. The ETF for this particular one, the Bitcoin ETF, is going to be probably the single most important ETF for cryptocurrency because I agree. It's finally, going to legitimize it, Abs. We have been sitting in an industry where go talk to your grandma, your aunt, your uncle, your 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 cat, your dog, your monkey's friend. They're all going to tell you that Bitcoin's a scam. They're going to tell you crypto's a scam. My best friends are still telling me, Johnny, you're in that freaking scam still. What are you doing? There? <laughs> they, they don't get it, Darcy. They don't understand, it's, right? It's going to bring. Listen, whoever said that, it's going to bring in trillions of dollars to crypto. Yes, and okay. legitimization yeah. because now and help mass adoption. I mean, come on. Yes. So yes. yes, because now CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, everything that people believe and listen to are going to come out and say, hey. The SEC just approved the ATF. This is real. It's a legitimate asset. Now, yeah. It's going to make it. It's yep. going to legitimize. It's going to be number one. Yeah. There we go. We just talked about that. And Darcy, you brought this up. Hong Kong is now giving exposure to wealthy clients when it comes to crypto ETFs. We saw HSBC do it last week. This week, we had UBS follow suit as UBS is now offering wealthy clients access to crypto ETFs. I want to take this stance and get your opinion on it. We know for a fact that countries accepting crypto puts pressure on the United States because there's money to be made. And if there's money being made in the UAE and China, I'm sure America wants a piece. So do you agree that Hong Kong's adoption of crypto makes it easier for the United States to become a pro-crypto country? Yes, I, I do. I really, I really do. I, I, I really think that, you know, when you're, when you're, especially in these other countries, when you see other countries doing that and adopting it, look at how great it is, you know? Um, look at what all they're doing. I mean, we have to we have to catch up <laughs> on some stuff. But Hong Kong, uh, you know, it was against it. I mean, now it's accepting. So you got to think about that right right there. So um, the growth, what we need is growth. That's what what we need. And for anybody to say ETFs are bad or anything like that. I mean, listen, we do need it for mass adoption. We do need it. We really do. And what it will bring to the space is going to be, I mean, just, I mean, it's going to be huge. 
So, I mean, that's my opinion and, you know, you could take it or leave it, but I really think that, you know, there is good and there is bad in everything. So that's, that's, I mean, I mean, listen, credit cards. I had a friend that got credit cards. Credit cards weren't always around. We talk about that. You know, you got to think of how everything has gone from, you know, holding cash to digital assets, you know, like how everything is digitized. I mean, listen, folks, 1991, 90, well, 1992, that's when the web really took off. People thought it was a scam then. People thought it was the, the devil. Now look at us. We're talking right now. This is unheard of, you know, for what we were doing back in that time. You know, people were scared of credit cards at one point and they were scared of, of I mean, you know, again, what I said, the internet. And so now look at us and look at what we're using technology for. I mean, I wanna, it's, yeah, I want to build on that. Darcy, you're so right. People fear things they don't know and understand and they can't see the future, right? But for us who are into it, if you're technology based or you're into it, like you're building Star Dogs, the company, right? And you're into Web 3.0, you understand it. You can see the vision. You can see the future. But those people, most can't. And they won't until some source that they believe, some credible source, i.e. CNN, Fox News, whatever you want to call it, tells them it's okay to believe it. But if you and I try to tell them to believe it, nope, they won't believe us. Oh, uh, let's, let's use history now. Let's use history as our guideline. So abs, how many people do we have watching right now? 481 live listeners. Okay, so I'm going to wait for somebody to comment what I'm about to say. So let's put it to you this way. Um uh, what if you, for everybody listening, how rich do you think you would be if you invested in the cell phone when it first came out? <laughs> now, just so, do you, ha, I, can I get some comments here? Can you tell me some of the comments? It's going to take us about 60 seconds because of the okay, delay. Okay. But so I we'll will wait, you know. wait, but I want to know how rich you think you'll be off of investing in that. So now, just so you all know, they used it used to be pagers. So there's probably people on here go, I don't know what the hell pager is, but there was pagers. Then there were, okay, multimillionaire, a billionaire. Somebody just said multimillionaire wealth. Okay, so now think about this. People thought it was stupid. They thought, oh, what is this? You know, it literally, the phones. Uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, and it was like a dollar a minute, you know, a private. somebody said private island stuff. Okay, but somebody thought it, somebody, did, and but people were like, oh, I'm not using that. That's not going to be, I mean, people had their doubts about the cell phone. Now look at, we're using it every single day. I mean, people can't live without it. People are on the phones. I mean, listen, I, I'm that way. Um, and I, I even told people, I said, listen, this is going to turn into, it's going to be a phone, but a mini computer. That's what I said. And that's what happened. But I mean, you know, people, again, the internet, we're all on the internet. We're all talking to each other, but it was taboo back then. It was taboo. And this is what's exciting, Darcy. People are saying, is it negative that they're going to launch these products? It's an absolutely positive thing for one reason and one reason only. Now these firms are going to buy Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever, hold it and offer it to their clients. It's not going to be this example of a future where you can short it and you can make money on the way down. This is a bullish catalyst. Don't get confused. I just want to throw that in there. I love it. I love exactly. I love it. Johnny Crypto, we got 495 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. And Darcy, one of our listeners commented and said, 
I wouldn't be listening to this show if I had invested in the early 2000s. Johnny, I don't know if that was good luck because I think I just heard the ring turn go off. But we're going to start breaking down some Disney updates as Disney is jumping back into the NFT scene. Disney is going to be partnering with Dapper Labs, formerly known as the, um, shoot, what is the name of that project, Johnny? Uh, I've, I'm blanking totally. I'm sorry, guys. No, it was NBA Top Shot. That's what no, it was. I, I apologize for that brain fart, guys. <laughs> we, I, I, that doesn't happen very often on this channel. So Dapper Labs, which is the uh, founder of NBA Top Shot, is going to be partnering with Disney to launch a new NFT project. This is going to go live in the App Store. So it is a massive advantage being available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. What this game is going to be is a tokenized collectible version of Disney characters where you can upgrade your character through NFT purchases. So it's a great example. Darcy, I know you're creating Star Dog, so I got to kick it to you for some comments. First of all, what do you think about Disney jumping into the NFT scene and the project concept overall? Well, I mean, Disney didn't, you know, leave NFTs. I mean, they've been, uh, you know, they, they've been with Vive, you know, for for years. So, um, uh, I don't know. I'm just at the point now where it's like I'm looking at, um, it's like a hit or miss with some of the of what's going on because Anthony Hopkins came out with NFTs. There's other people in um, the industry Somebody said, is NFT still a thing? Yes, it is still a thing, a big thing. <laughs> okay, go to startdogs.com and you'll find out. But, yes. uh, you know, there are people in the business that, you know, have kind of tried to just come in like, you know, Kevin Hart and other people. And I got to say that to me, um, where we are at, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm reading all the comments here. <laughs> we're still early. Well, we're actually at the perfect moment right before everything's about to like take off. So the NFT market, if you want to get in, you want to get in now. And Johnny did with, I mean, Johnny's like with Star Dogs, he's one of our, our, our investors. And I got to tell you, you know, 80% of uh, Fortune 500 companies, you know, have filed to get in the space. So you got to sit here and you really got to think about that. In Darcy, let me, let me emphasize that. So you just said what percentage can you repeat that stat one more time? Uh, it, it was like about 80, 80, 80%, 80% of, of corporate companies. Yes. They wow. have. So, I mean, yeah, my, I'm, I'm sorry. I got my coffee. I was like going, yeah, it's 80%. No, that's exciting. <laughs> the reason I want to emphasize that is because think about it. A lot of people, even our live chat are saying our NFT is still a thing. 80% of these corporate entities are not only excited about using it, they're filing to start using this technology. And this year alone. This year alone. Wow. And that just goes to show how early we are. Johnny, I know, I know you're very in-depth in with Darcy's Twitter right now. The question I have for you is when we're looking at the NFT scene, we're seeing it evolve very quickly. How long until we get real utility? I don't want to upgrade my Disney character. I want to get a discount on my JetBlue flights. <laughs> yeah. You know, at the end of the day, let me see if I can pull that up because I, I think I, I well, this could be the beginning good. of the day, my friend, because this is what we're talking about right here. Exactly. Right here. So you asked a great question. You yes. said, how long before this really happens, right? So let's talk a little bit about the speculation phrase versus the actual, what we call the adoption phrase, uh, the S-curve, if you will, to real utility, right? On the blue side, you see the S-curve. On the on the yellow side, you see the speculation curve. Now, in the past three bull runs, you could argue that they're all speculation. There was no real utility built, especially in the first two. You can argue that in 2021 with smart contracts, Ethereum out there, there's a little bit of utility being built out there. 
and NFTs we saw working, NFTs are happening. So we're moving into the S curve. We're moving into utility. Now, if you remember when we had Yusko on the show, the time from speculation to utility is 14 years, typically, on average. So, But now you can argue that some of that clock started back in 2017 or whatever. So we're probably, before we get full-blown utility, whole world using everything, I mean, we're still a long ways away from that. We're five to 10 years away. But you've already got, the S curve. Look at the, the the people who are the pioneers, like the Darcy Diamonds of the world and the Merlins of the world. They've already started. They're on that blue curve. I mean, Star Dogs is real. You can go out. You can purchase it. You can and you can you can use them. You know, you can you can own this today. Go ahead. Dr. Well, I have to say, I mean, okay, Johnny, me going on that. Johnny, you know, saw utilities um, at my Star Dogs uh, red carpet event in March. You know, he saw that. Also, yes. too, you know, it's happening now i mean we've got you know star dogs elephant money uh starbucks delorean they're all they all have nft they're i mean what they're doing so um you know we're i mean i i gotta say i mean if we were like a cheeseburger we'd have a ton of of extras because you know with star dogs you get a ton of utilities i'm not kidding it's ridiculous i i mean i have to have a list it's 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 crazy and that's awesome. That, that well, but that's what's so great is because you know what, and I'm not just saying about my my project, but I'm saying that there's other there's other companies that are out there, other NFTs, you know. But I keep telling people, you know, if you're going to do anything in this space, you treat it as a business. You know, um, don't go for the quick cash grab. You know, because if you do that, you ruin your name. And for everybody watching, you know, like on Stardog Saturdays, we have it on Twitter. We do it 3 p.m. PST. Everybody listening, I would love to have you, you know, come. Johnny's been a guest. We love have abs. We've had Fortune 500 uh, uh, people that have come in and, and spoke in our space. Uh, we've had Forbes, you know, a lot of a lot of people in a crypto magazine. So we've had a lot of people that come in and, and speak. But. One of the things that I will say, and it's the bottom, the common denominator of everything we're talking about is business. And, and no matter what you're doing, credit card, cell phone, everything, it's all business. So, you know, when creating Stardogs, we we brought an established Web 2 biz to Web 3, you know, bottom line. So and that's what if everybody did that. You know, and that's why do your research, you know, and, you know, people with their reputations on the line, they're going to make sure that they're, you know, doing a smart business plan. And, uh, you know, and that's what I tell people, if you're, if you're, if you're looking at an NFT or whatever you're doing, you look at the utilities, look who's behind it, because that's so important. And that's with anything that you're doing, you know, um, yeah. it, it really is. That was awesome, Darcy. We got 476 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Special thank you to Darcy for joining us today. Johnny, I can't remember if you answered the question, so I'm going to go back to you and give me a really brief answer. <laughs> Did you say we, you believe we're 14 years away from utility-based NFTs? Because I disagree. I think we're about... <laughs> I agree. Oh, no. Crypto as a whole, crypto adoption as a whole, you are, the NFTs are already in 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 utility. They're already operational. Question. How about this? When do you think companies like JetBlue, Amazon, Apple are going to start offering NFTs that give their customers incentives like 10% off or, or start come to this community event where only these people, only these Apple holders have it, whatever the use case may be like Darcy's doing with her project. Yeah. I And you know, some of that has already started. You heard the news of that last year 
And yeah. so, you know, McDonald's and them. Starbucks. So, I, Starbucks. I mean, you're some of that's happening now. So it I'd is. say between now and the next three to four or five years, you're going to see a, a – I'm going to use the word plethora because I'm going to mess it up. But you're going to see a bunch of them <laughs> all coming around. It's one of those oh, words that's got me tongue twisted to it. But you're going to see a bunch of that. I think in the next – first of all, it's all going to start with the legitimization of Bitcoin. I truly believe the ETF is so critical for this space. It's going to put crypto on the map. You've already had the biggest WWE turn in history when Larry Fink came on the air two weeks ago and he said crypto is a flight to quality and safety. Okay. This is the same guy that was saying crypto is a scam and it's horrible and stay away from it. And, you know, nobody wants it and all that. And now he's coming out and saying it's a flight to safety and security and quality. Right. I mean, you just, you just, so I Everybody's going to have their pick. I mean, uh, you know, for people in the industry, they knew Gene Simmons said he was never getting married. That's right. Remember, hey, I'm never getting married. I am never. You're ne And then, you know, he is like literally biting his tongue off as we, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, so you know, the thing is, I don't really, uh, people will say stuff and then they change their minds and they're just so adamant about it. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So the answer to the question, I'd say within the next one to three, four, five years, you're going to see, you're going to start hearing a lot more of these NFTs and these all these companies giving away incentives and stuff. You know, absolutely, it's going to happen. But I think the trigger, the linchpin, is the Bitcoin ETF. After that, everybody and their mother in the next one to two years is going to know what Bitcoin is. They're going to know what crypto is, and some of their four hundred one ks are going to be in it. It's it's going to it's going to change the world. And listen, everybody that's watching right now could easily be a, a multimillionaire easily or even billionaire because we're only in 5% of the market. Uh, now, that's not that I'm, that's just overall Web3, but I'm talking crypto like NFTs. That's even way less. We're talking like 3%. So think of what Johnny, I agree with what you're saying about the growth. It's going to be exponential. So, and we're at the bottom of it. It's like yes. oh, at the bottom of Google and Amazon when it started. That's what oh, I don't say the word Amazon. You know, what? I say about Amazon. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Come on. I know, I know, I know. You know, major car, hey, listen, major car companies are, are getting into NFTs as well. I mean, I met with uh, the head of DeLorean and what they're doing and, and how they're doing their NFTs is, you know, it's going to be to where you like, you can basically have a key and, um, you know, to, to your car and the NFT is your key. Yeah. So, I mean, it's incredible what oh, yeah. is going to be happening. It's, so, it's be, you know, NFTs got a bad name, Darcy, because they got this, this well, name. Like, dumbasses that are in it. Can I say dumbasses? But it's, you, you know, can. Some, of the, some of the, it's they're again, the big, the bigger companies, you know, I mean, media also sits here and I feel like sometimes, uh, people get the agenda, if you know what I mean. Uh, people, I don't want to just say it right out, but I'm I'm like people kind of get. Uh, it's like payola in uh, the music business, if you understand what I'm saying. So I have no idea what payola is, but I think I get what you're saying, Darcy. I still think <laughs> I'm following here, and this is a good example, right? I want to show people how the mainstream media is often misleading by what they don't show you, as well as what they do. This was a video we showed before the show, Darcy. And for the sake of time, I'm just going to show the graphic here. On Fox Business, they were talking about the opportunity in the altcoin market. Look at the tokens they showed people. Solana, Matic, Cardano, Polygon, and Dogecoin. 
I'm going to let our listeners do a little bit of thinking for themselves. Which key tokens did they leave off this list? But Johnny, you tell me, what do you take away very briefly on this? Because I got some great stuff to finish with. What do you think about them constantly promoting certain tokens and leaving other ones to be somewhat confusing, I guess? Well, I mean, forget that part of it. Look at what's happening here. You see all that green. You see all those big numbers. That's all psychological play. That's emotional play. People see that. They get excited. Like, oh, my God, this thing's up. This thing's up 164. This is up 50. I'm missing the boat. And then this thing called FOMO. Right? <laughs> now, I don't know if people know what FOMO means. FOMO means fear of missing out. People start fearing, like, oh, my God, this shit's going up. I need to get in it. And they're getting in. But here's the problem, Abs. Go pull those numbers back up again. Yeah. They're Yeah. Why did they tell them to get in when it was $8, when Solano was 8 Instead, they're showing them when it's 54 and it's near the top. And now everybody's going to FOMO into it. The thing's done. The run is just about over. They're going to get wrecked if they follow. Sorry, Darcy. Darcy, no, I want to pick it to you. I just have one comment. Think about this, Darcy. They're, they People know that you move the markets through fear is what I'm trying to say. And what are they doing right now? They're getting emotion. retail. They're getting emotion. Sorry. They're getting yeah. retail excited about the opportunity. What do you think is going to happen when Bitcoin's $100,000? This is going to be mainstream news. They're going to tell everybody when Bitcoin's hundred grand to buy it. Floor is yours. Well, no, I mean, it's exactly with what I'm, you know, piggybacking again off what Johnny said. I mean, they're controlling the narrative. It's definitely, it's the media. I mean, there's no, there's no other way, you know, the media is basically controlling the narrative. So then you got to also think who's behind that. You know what I mean? What's, what's going on behind the scenes of that? And that's one of the companies we've talked about right here, right? (laughs) Maybe behind the scenes and guys. Companies, yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what's going to happen, Darcy, right there. Nobody's buying an 18, but like Abs is saying, when they start telling 125, when it's 125, they're going to tell everybody it's going to 200, and they're all going to line up to buy at 125, and they're going to get Well, I mean, listen, what about, what about like, the stuff about with, how, why did Martha Stewart go to jail, folks? What did, mm. what happened with that? Think mm. about the stock market and inside trading and what goes on with that. Okay, so to yep. think that the media wouldn't or some, you know, the bigger companies wouldn't have a again, what I was saying, Paola in the music industry. For those of you who know, it's just unfortunately, I've, I've seen a lot of things. I know a lot of things in the space. That's why it's like I'm very big on people saying, you know, go see who's behind and what what's what are they, what are, what is their background? What have they done? Do they say they're going to do what they're going to do? I mean, Mm. big, you know, big companies, they know things the public doesn't, you know, and that's, that's something that we all have to think about. Um, Remember, this is the United States of corporations, guys. That's what this really is. And and USD, right? This Don't is what- research, dig deep, folks. Okay, that's why. That's why I love. You know, I love Merlin so much because they're going for the truth. I, you guys are the truth seekers, and uh, that should be your. That actually should be your name, the truth seaker. Yeah. The truth seeker, <laughs> aka well, we'll take the emotion the smartest, out of the game, right? That's the smartest funny. way to track your crypto. And guys, uh, I want to play this clip to get Darcy and Johnny's response as CNBC was talking about the BlackRock filing, and look how painful this conversation was for them to have. God forbid they talk positively about XRP, a.k.a. the Ripple coin, as they say. Here we go, guys. Company writ large. 
Check out the move in the price of cryptocurrency XRP yesterday briefly spiked almost 13% after filing for a BlackRock fund based on the cryptocurrency showed up on the official Delaware website that registers investment trusts incorporated in that state. The only problem, BlackRock never submitted the filing. A BlackRock spokesperson confirmed that the filing for an iShares XRP trust was false. It is unclear how that false BlackRock information ended up on the Delaware website. Getting a great opportunity for somebody to profit. Wow. They managed to do that. I still get a lot of stuff. We all from Twitter from the XRP. The XRP. Yes, our the Ripple. Yeah, the Ripple Rebellion. Oh, no, don't call it that. Uh, I don't know. They're, uh, they got a lot, a lot going on. A lot of, a lot of things happened. Very, uh, uh, very. I got to pause it just so we don't get a copyright. Last time we played too much CNBC, they flagged our video. It's the only video we've ever had been flagged. So this is just me talking so I can play the end of the clip. He looks Here we very go. uncomfortable. Do you notice? He looks like he needs to go to the bathroom, like he's trying to squeeze one out. <laughs> he needs some fiber, I think, darling. Yeah. A little fiber to diet. You know? I, yeah. I don't know, but the energy just, it does not, I, I don't feel very good about it at all. I mean, just looking at that. Something doesn't add up. Do you know, do you guys agree? It just, I don't know. Oh Very. yeah, they definitely they definitely are haters. I mean, I mean, this guy's been a hater of, of XRP. Yeah, for, I know for, for a while, and it's okay. I mean, listen, everybody can love or hate whatever they want. It's totally cool. Um, at the end of the day, what's interesting is now you've actually got CNBC coming out and saying that BlackRock, a spokesperson from. Ugh, spokesperson from BlackRock actually confirmed that that it was a fake filing. So that that's interesting, or is that not true, Abs? Well, you're you're on mute, so we can't hear you. It's an elaboration of the truth. They're using a third party source. They're oh, using okay. the source that we used. On oh, Twitter. the same we, one. Gotcha. It's just a Bloomberg source. It's one guy with a hundred thousand followers who's who's actually reported false news on Ethereum ETS before. So I don't even know how credible his opinion is. Yeah, yeah. I find well, the fact. Know. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Doctor. You're the guest. Well, I mean, have you ever thought, like, I mean, that the guy's getting paid off? I mean, come on. I mean, something, it just doesn't sound right. You can't be that fickle, you know. Um, that's the thing that, that, I mean, just look at, look at how he, look at his body movements, psychology-wise. You can really just see, watch how he's acting. It, there's just a lot of things that, I don't know, the, he, he was struggling for thoughts, right? You could see he was thinking carefully before he was going to say every word. What was the insult that he called us, Johnny? He called us Ripplers or something? Some reptilian scum. Somebody. Called he called us, us reptilians. That's a new reptilian one. Reptilian scum or something? <laughs> oh my god! How can us just said reptilian scum? Uh, something like that. I don't know. If he's talking about reptilian scum, he better be looking in the mirror, my friends. But we got 465 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. It's all jokes, Darcy. I don't know. I, know. Oh, yeah. funny. Oh, I, I mean, listen, it, to me, at the end of the day, you know, you just kind of have to laugh. Because, I mean, yeah. as time time always tells. There's always somebody. There's always somebody that's going to say something about some somebody. Yeah. You know, any, any great underdog story, there's always somebody that says, no, it can't be done. You know, you can't um, in, in my office, I ha have a, a saying up about, you know, the the four minute mile, the one mile run that can be done in four minutes because people right. think it can be done. And I will say this. 
for everybody listening to all the the haterade and all the stuff going there's a movie on netflix that i just saw it was called uh uh niad uh not uh niad and it was on netflix and it's a true story about a 60 year old uh actually 62 year old that swam swam uh from cuba to uh where was it cuba to um florida actually florida florida to cuba mm. So you people should watch that because I mean, that's, we, that's a long swim. Oh, yes. But nice I mean, yeah, Nyad. You got it. There, there you go. You go. Absolutely. But, I mean, you got the the hater, the hater raid that this person got 103 miles. Um, I mean, it's like when you when I watch that, I mean, I think if you're gonna watch it, watch it on Thanksgiving um and bring the whole family. But, you know, with anything that you're going to be doing, I mean, and the reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, again, when I was talking about the cell phone, uh, when I was talking about the Internet um, and, you know, I mean, look at I mean, they even had a thing about uh, uh, I saw a, a talk that uh, Facebook, the Facebook creator, you know, was 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 taught. They were talking about how Facebook was. Uh, made and and how it was just an idea, you know, for uh, people to get. Uh, you know, come together at Harvard and to let uh, families, you know, uh, get together and look at how Facebook has expanded. And then they, you know, bought Instagram. And so when you really look at things, people will sit there and go, oh, this is bad or uh, this technology is horrible. But I mean, the way that things are going right now, um, it's 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 just going to keep getting better and better and better and you can't stop it. But, you know, you can't listen to everyone else. That's that's the thing that I always tell people, because, you know, run your own race, uh, walk the unbeaten path and make your own destiny. That's what I'm saying. And so that's what we're doing. So everybody listening, I'm going to tell you, don't listen to all the hater aids. OK, <laughs> I like that. Darcy. I'm feeling inspired after that. Speech, I, I guys. love that. Hater aid. That's a good one. I love yeah. That. I mean, you know, Hey, listen, I mean, if I wouldn't be where I'm at, I mean, I can't tell you how many people told me, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, you're a woman or you this or you look like that. You can't do this and proving them wrong. So, um, you know, the thing is, is that even with what we're doing is not heard of uh, with how we're doing with Hollywood right now with the NFTs that I'm doing. Yeah. Exactly. But we are, you know, the thing is, is Star Dogs is changing all that. And I want to give people opportunities that I never had. So the amazing thing is that this is what's going to be happening. So everybody be excited. Be excited about Merlin. I mean, this is game changer stuff is what we're doing, folks. So, Thank you, you know. so much, Darcy. I want to <laughs> remind people, where can they learn? Like, I don't know if you're most active on Twitter. Where are you most active if people want to follow you? Uh, I mean, I'm active everywhere, but you know, if you <laughs> to talk more business and you know, tech and web three and all that, Twitter's definitely the place to go. So you can find me, but on Instagram, you know, I do talk, I mean, I go live, I go on Facebook too, but on it, different channels, you know, there's different things that are going on. So, but definitely, you know, check all my channels out. I tell people, Google me, just Google me and you'll find me. There I hope to be on that level someday, Darcy. Hopefully I can just tell people, Google me and they'll find me right now. <laughs> I got to give you the specifics. But here we are. We're checking out the, the Star Dogs website real quick. And we only have about a minute left in the show. So Darcy, what's the user tag if people want to learn more about Star Dogs? 
Uh, go to stardogs.com, S-T-A-R, and it's dogs. Like, you know how Snoop Dogg, dog. Yeah. So go to stardogs.com. And, you know, when you go on there, you, we talk about our team. We talk about, uh, you know, everything that all the utilities that we have. Uh, the, the thing that we have that nobody else has in the space is we have a dedicated line, 9 to 5 p.m. PST, Monday through Friday, where you can talk to somebody if you want, you know, need help or, you know, whatever you need to, you know, to sign up or whatever you want. So, you know, customer service, we're number one. We're going to take care of you. Um, I hate that. What I tell people is when I can't get a hold of somebody and I have to email them and I go to email hell. I hate that. Okay. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it where it's like, you know, we'll get back with you. Yeah. It's like, it should be like, oh, it's 24 hours. No, it's like 24 days. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. you, know, you know, then you're like, I'm not talking to a live person. So we want to make it to where we're very transparent with what we're doing. Everything that I do, that's what I want to bring to the table. Um, you know, every week on Saturdays, we have new updates at 3 p.m. PST on Star Dogs. So come check us out, you know, or you go to the Star Dogs page. And, uh, you know, also too, Merlin, Merlin is amazing. Um, you know, it, the, the fact that you can track all of your crypto investments at one place. I mean, it's, it's, it's a game changer. So, uh, definitely go check out Merlin and, and sign up because I'm, I'm bullish on them. So come and talk to me about it and I'll tell you all you need to know. And I just love that Merlin, you know, you don't have to access your wallet or crypto to use it. It's just so amazing. So <laughs> special. And shout out to my man, Johnny Crypto. Amazing stuff. I'm getting so many positive responses on Twitter. It, it, <laughs> I thought that was Johnny's ringtone. That's so funny. That was great. Charity. It's so amazing. We're, we're getting so many positive responses. Like it's one thing to launch a product and talk about people using it. It's another thing to have people reach out to you and talk about the impact it's had. We even got a live chat on the show showing one of our listeners used Merlin to sell the price pump on XRP yesterday. Now they have a little bit more funds to operate in the market. Such an exciting time. And I want to say a special thank you to Darcy this morning. Darcy, always exciting to have you on the show. One day, I hope I can get my background up to your level. We got 400. Yeah, you have it. Don't, no, don't I'm not there yet, Darcy. Give me some time. 2025, after the bull run, I'm going to have Darcy's background. We love you guys. We'll see you in 23 hours. And like we always say, Warriors, ride. Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us. Join us tonight. Tonight, 8.30 p.m. Join us for the Merlin Spaces. Thank you, Darcy. Love ya. Love you, Darcy.